The Braille Forum, Volume 49, February 2011, Number 8, published by the American Council of the Blind, read by Mark Delgado in the studios of the Cutting Corporation, Bethesda, Maryland. The American Council of the Blind strives to increase the independence, security, equality of opportunity, and to improve quality of life for all blind and visually impaired people. Mitch Pomerantz, President. Melanie Brunson, Executive Director. Sharon Lovering, Editor. National Office, 2200 Wilson Boulevard, Suite 650, Arlington, Virginia, 22201. 202-467-5081. Fax, 703-465-5085. Website, http colon slash slash www.acb.org The Braille Forum, trademark, is available in Braille, large print, half-speed four-track cassette tape, data CD, and via email. Subscription requests, address changes, and items intended for publication should be sent to Sharon Lovering at the address above, or via email to slovering at acb.org. The American Council of the Blind, trademark, is a membership organization made up of more than 70 state and special interest affiliates. To join, contact the national office at the number listed above. Those much-needed contributions, which are tax-deductible, can be sent to Mike Godino at the above mailing address. If you wish to remember a relative or friend, the national office has printed cards available for this purpose. Consider including a gift to ACB in your last will and testament. If your wishes are complex, call the national office. To make a contribution to ACB via the combined federal campaign, use this number, 11155. For the latest in legislative and governmental news, call the Washington Connection toll-free at 800-424-8666, 5 p.m. to midnight, Eastern Time, or read it online. Copyright 2011. American Council of the Blind. Table of Contents. Major Changes and the Braille Forum. By Janine Stanley. Side 1, Tone 1. ACB Celebrates Another Legislative Victory. By Melanie Brunson. Side 1, Tone 2. President's Message. Taking Personal Responsibility, ACB Style. By Mitch Pomerantz. Side 1, Tone 3. Go for the Gold. ACB Conference and Convention 2011. By Carla Rushevel. Side 1, Tone 4. Lobby Day. By Rich Lane. Side 1, Tone 5. ACB Scholarship Announcement. Side 2, Tone 1. Clinical Research Study Recruitment. Side 2, Tone 2. Environmental Access Committee needs your input. Side 2, Tone 3. Strike Gold with ACB in Reno. Be a First Timer. By Alan J. Casey. Side 2, Tone 4. Board of Publications awards your excellence in 2011. Side 2, Tone 5. Fun for Funds. A Golden Opportunity for ACB. By Marsha Farrow. Side 2, Tone 6. Membership Focus. 
How to Find Blindness-Related Resources and Share Them, compiled by Artis Bazin. Side 2, Tone 7. You Can Shop Anytime at the ACB Store, by Carla Rushevel. Side 3, Tone 1. Affiliate News, Side 3, Tone 2. Here and There, edited by Sue Lichtenfels. Side 3, Tone 3. High Tech Swap Shop. Side 3, Tone 4. Correction. The number listed for the Sierra Regional Ski for Light event, here and there, December 2010, was incorrect. It should have been 510-483-2948. We apologize for the error. Forum Subscription Notes. You can now get the Braille Forum by podcast. To subscribe, go to the Braille Forum page on www.acb.org. If you do not yet have a podcast client, you can download one from the Forum page. To subscribe to the Braille Forum via email, go to www.acb.org slash mailman slash list info slash Braille Forum hyphen L. Are you moving? Do you want to change your subscription? Contact Sharon Lovering in the ACB National Office, 1-800-424-8666, or via email, slovering at acb.org. Give her the information, and she'll take care of the changes for you. Major Changes and the Braille Forum The past year has been very good for the American Council of the Blind in terms of accomplishments. However, it has not been a good year financially. The Board of Directors, at a board teleconference in December, adopted a budget which makes significant cuts to the Braille Forum. We do not yet know how many issues we will publish in 2011. After the next issue, we will no longer make the Braille Forum available to non-members of ACB in hard copy unless they have paid for a yearly subscription. If you are not a current member, either at large or of an affiliate, and would like to continue to receive the Braille Forum in the hard copy format of your choice, you have the following options. Subscribe for one year by sending a payment of $25 to the address in the front of this issue, marked Attention, Sharon Lovering. Join one of our many state, local, or special interest affiliates. Dues vary. Information is available on our website, http colon slash slash www.acb.org. You can also subscribe to the forum via email at no cost. Just send a note to Sharon Lovering before March 31st at slovering at acb.org. There will be another announcement next issue, but act now to continue to receive our magazine. Janine Stanley ACB Celebrates Another Legislative Victory by Melanie Brunson It gives me great pleasure to report to you that the members of the 111th Congress have provided American pedestrians, particularly those who have visual impairments, with yet another cause for celebration. During the final days of their legislative session, both the United States Senate and the House of Representatives passed the Pedestrian Safety Enhancement Act of 2010. The measure passed the Senate by unanimous consent, and it passed the House by a vote of 379 to 30. This represents a huge victory for both of the consumer organizations of people who are blind that worked on this legislation during the past three years. The letters, 
Phone calls and other advocacy activities undertaken by our members were crucial to the success of this effort. I want to publicly thank everyone who helped in this manner. You helped us get the message to members of Congress, and apparently it hit home. The expressions of support for this bill were both numerous and passionate. The bill has now moved on to the White House and is awaiting the president's signature. Stay tuned to future issues of the Braille Forum for details of what this bill's passage will mean. But don't let those advocacy skills get rusty. Our legislative activity is far from over. There will be a new Congress taking office in January, and it will have a record number of new members. We will need to make certain they are aware of the capabilities of people who are blind, as well as call their attention to issues that are of concern to our community. You can be sure we will be asking for your help once again. Let's all get ready to roll up our sleeves and start again in the new year. Until then, thank you for all you have done, and best wishes for the year ahead. President's Message Taking Personal Responsibility, ACB Style by Mitch Pomerantz. Let me begin with a disclaimer. I will not devote this column to a lecture on why every ACB member should contribute more financially to the cause, although such contributions are certainly welcome and much needed. What I will do in this space is to talk about a favorite subject of mine why it is so important for all of us to assume personal responsibility for the continued growth and success of the American Council of the Blind, and offer a few ideas on how to do so. As I've indicated here and elsewhere, while I have a personal philosophy, I avoid any particular ideology. I tend toward the political center, a moderate and a pragmatist. To my way of thinking, it is far more important to achieve something useful through honest negotiation than to accomplish nothing through stubborn adherence to an unwavering principle. This pragmatic approach has been repeatedly validated over my almost 40 years as an advocate for blind and visually impaired people as I've worked with legislators and government officials from both ends of the political spectrum who understood and championed our various issues. A notion most often associated with a more conservative worldview, and one to which I completely subscribe, is the concept of taking personal responsibility for the consequences of one's actions. For me, this means not making excuses for poor judgment, not blaming someone else, or society as a whole, for one's actions, owning up to those actions and consequences, and making a commitment to doing better. It also suggests making a commitment to, and accepting an active role in, something one feels strongly about. I trust that the connection to ACB is obvious, I've never been accused of being very subtle. I'm writing this during the week that the Board of Directors is deliberating over our 2011 budget. Like just about every other not-for-profit board in the country, we're having to make some difficult fiscal decisions as a result of the current economy. By the time you read this, those decisions will have been made, and the consequences of the actions we've taken will have begun to be evident. Regardless of the nature and scope of those actions, it will be even more critical for our members to accept a greater role in, and additional responsibility for, the work of the American Council of the Blind and its affiliates. Let me illustrate. At present, our Arlington, Virginia and Brooklyn Center, Minnesota offices have five professional and administrative staff each, ten employees altogether. We have two individuals working part-time under contract our webmaster, and the managing director of ACB Radio. That's not a large number of paid staff for an organization of ACB's size. While some may disagree, 
I believe our staff and contract workers are doing outstanding jobs overall, and I acknowledge them here for their efforts on our behalf. Having said that, I hasten to state for the record that these twelve individuals are insufficient by themselves to accomplish everything which needs to be done in order to advance our agenda as an organization. This is where you come in. Here is where I call upon each ACB member to step forward and take greater personal responsibility for advancing that agenda. Since ACB is a grassroots organization, we emphasize the importance of our 70 state and special interest affiliates. Therefore, increasing your level of personal responsibility to the organization as a whole may begin with a commitment to participate in the affairs of your local chapter or to attend your state convention. It can involve helping out with fundraising, assisting in advocacy activities, editing the affiliate newsletter, or taking calls from people seeking information about blindness or the organization. Our affiliates need active members and new ideas. Nationally, I've been gratified by the response to my calls for members interested and willing to serve on ACB committees and task forces. Currently, we have approximately 30 such entities, with roughly 200 individuals serving. I have another 30 people who have expressed interest in being appointed when committee appointments are next made following the 2011 conference and convention. Given a membership in five figures, I would expect that number to be significantly larger. There will always be a place in an organization such as ours for more participation on committees, greater numbers attending conventions, and in giving input and providing feedback to the board of directors. Making the kind of commitment and accepting the level of personal responsibility I've outlined, on the local, state, and/or national level, may involve having to work with some folks you don't especially like or with whom you disagree. As I see it, that's part of taking personal responsibility as well. Recognizing there is something more important than personalities or differences of opinion. It requires setting egos aside and focusing on improving the lives of all blind and visually impaired people. I've written and spoken about the difficult times facing all of us. You know about the successes ACB has achieved, including the 11th hour passage of the Pedestrian Safety Enhancement Act, and the challenges we've yet to overcome. If ACB is to continue successfully dealing with those ongoing challenges, as well as the challenges to come, we need everyone to become personally responsible for the work which still lies ahead. ACB will not succeed without each and every one of you accepting personal responsibility for that success. Go for the Gold ACB Conference and Convention 2011 by Carla Rushevel ACB's Golden Anniversary Conference and Convention will be one of the best ever. Make plans now to be in Reno July 8th to 16th for all the special activities, information, exhibits, fun, and friends. The fun filled John Esquaga Nugget Resort Hotel Casino is home to ACB for Convention Week. General session and exhibits will be on the second floor, and special interest group meetings, workshops, and social events will be on two and three. After a busy day in exhibits and meetings, you and your friends may want to dine in one of the hotel's many restaurants, have fun in the casino, or explore Reno and the surrounding area. Of course, there are plenty of great events planned every evening at the hotel, so you will be busy from morning until night, with not a minute to spare. Plan to bring the entire family. Food prices are very reasonable. The Youth Activity Center will offer a full week of fun and learning. There's even a separate kid friendly video game area that's guaranteed to please the tweens and teens. 
Often people ask if there are activities that can help them in their careers. They want to know about information available on important issues and how they can learn more about new adaptive technology. Here's a sampling of these outstanding opportunities. Share them with your employer and explore the possibility of using at least part of your time in Reno as professional development. Exhibits Compare and contrast the latest products for blind and visually impaired people. Discover which video magnifier, scanner, braille display, note taker, or speech program best meets your needs or the needs of your students or clients. Examine an endless variety of products for work, school, and daily living. Collect materials to take home to others in your office or organization. You will want to spend hours browsing the exhibit hall. It opens on Saturday, July 9th at 1 o'clock and closes on Thursday, July 14th at 1 o'clock. Workshops and Focus Groups Every conference features unique opportunities to learn new skills, tips, and techniques on a wide range of topics. Seminars on diabetes, employment issues, rehabilitation, transportation, and access to off the shelf technology are some examples. Get instruction and tips on high tech products such as screen readers, braille note takers, low vision products, and much more. Programs and Discussions ACB General Sessions, Sunday evening, Monday through Thursday, 8 30 a.m. to noon, and all day Friday, address education, rehabilitation, employment, access, health related issues, and much more. The presentation by a talking book narrator and update on library services are always popular. While the 2011 program is not yet complete, you can be assured that it will be exciting and information packed. ACB committees, special interest affiliates, and others sponsor an endless variety of breakout sessions and small group discussions. Look for informative programming for teachers, government employees, blind vendors and entrepreneurs, attorneys, human service professionals, and information technology specialists. Students can explore careers and meet people working in their areas of interest. Parents of children with visual impairments can gather tips on how to advocate for their children and learn what to expect in the years ahead. Special programming targets issues related to low vision, guide dogs, deaf blind concerns, braille, etc. Networking It is often said that networking with others with similar interests is as important as education and training. And that it greatly enhances the job seeking process and long term success in any career path. Whether you are a teacher or student, rehabilitation counselor or administrator, parent or caregiver, employer or job seeker, you will be able to network with others in your field. Exhibits, advertising, and sponsorships. The 2011 ACB Conference and Convention gives businesses and agencies a chance to let people from all over the country and around the world know about their products and services. Booth space, advertising, and sponsorships are now available. Discounts are available for exhibitors who register early and who purchase advertising. Back by popular demand. Reserve at least one premium booth in the exhibit hall and grab our registration bag special. We'll stuff one brochure or other item of your choice free in our registration bags, a $250 value. This is your chance to reach every attendee and drive traffic to your booth. Color pages. Make your products and services stand out from the rest. Full page program ads and covers are once again available in color. Exhibit special for blind entrepreneurs. Are you a blind small business owner? 
Do you have products such as CDs, books, crafts, or computer games to sell? Are you a representative for a company that sells jewelry, toys, home decor, etc.? Would your products be a popular addition to the ACB exhibit area? If you have always wanted to give the exhibit area a try, but haven't been sure that the hours and cost were right for you, now is your chance. Discounts on tabletop booths are available to blind small business owners during their first, second, and third years of participation in the exhibit hall. For more information, contact Michael Smitherman, Exhibits, at 601-331-7740 or email amduo at bellsouth.net or Marjorie Beeman, Advertising and Sponsorships, at 512-921-1625 or email oleo50 at hotmail.com. Convention Details Special interest groups, ACB committees, and others wishing to sponsor programs or activities at the conference should submit all information for the pre-registration form by April 15th. Program details need to be submitted by May 1st. Make all arrangements related to conference events, reserving meetings and event space, ordering food or AV equipment, etc., with Carla Rushevel. Phone 502 303 7042. Email adamcarla at bellsouth.net. Hotel room rates are $87 plus tax, single, double. Add $10 per night for each additional person in your room. Free round-trip transportation from the airport, train, or bus station is included. Make reservations by calling 1-800-648-1177. Use group code GBLIND to ensure that you receive the ACB rate. Be sure to reserve rooms in the West Tower, as that is where our rooms are blocked. You can also make hotel reservations online. Visit www.januggetsecure.com slash jump slash 1308 to check it out. For convention questions or special concerns, contact Carla Rushevel, ACB Convention Committee Chair, at 502-303-7042, or by email at adamcarla at bellsouth.net, or call the ACB National Office at 1-800-424-8666. Lobby Day by Rich Lane Editor's Note. The annual ACB Mid-Year Meetings and Legislative Seminar will be held at the end of this month, Friday, February 25th through Tuesday, March 1st. Please make sure to register at www.acb.org so that we have an accurate materials count. As a somewhat new member of ACB in the Westchester chapter of ACBNY, I have no previous experience in advocacy so I welcomed the opportunity to attend a Lobby Day rally sponsored by NYVRA, the New York Vision Rehabilitation Association, held in Albany on April 27, 2010. The purpose of the rally was to garner the support of our legislators for bills that would establish a license credential for vision rehabilitation therapists and orientation and mobility professionals. End of Side 1 Side 2 The Braille Forum Volume 49, February 2011, Number 8. 
This side contains ACB Scholarship Announcement Clinical Research Study Recruitment Environmental Access Committee Needs Your Input Strike Gold with ACB in Reno Be a First-Timer by Alan J. Casey Board of Publications Awards Your Excellence in 2011 Fun for Funds A Golden Opportunity for ACB by Marsha Farrow Membership Focus How to Find Blindness-Related Resources and Share Them Compiled by Artis Bazin Continuing with Lobby Day by Rich Lane Little did I realize how grueling and satisfying such an event could be. Awakening to my alarm at 5 a.m., the pounding of heavy rain on my windows made me wonder if I might regret this trip. Seven members of our ACB chapter, together with five guide dogs, had arranged to travel together, one sighted member having volunteered to drive us to the event. Gathering at the car rental agency, we were on our way at 7.30, heading north on the interstate. As the miles passed, the rain intensifying, the shared camaraderie and anticipation of the day's events reminded me of the free-spirited adventures of the Merry Pranksters in Tom Wolfe's best-selling book of the 1960s, The Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test. We were bleary-eyed for lack of coffee, but we were primed to meet the challenges to come. In Albany, we arrived at the legislative office building, our driver disappearing in search of a parking spot. Assemblyman Jonathan Bing, sponsor of the bill for licensure, was in the midst of his address to the gathered crowd of dozens of supporters as we appeared in the building's atrium area. A few speakers later, as the rally drew to a close, everyone fanned out to embark on their assigned visitations. The remaining six members of our group marched off to the office of State Senator Jeffrey Klein, Deputy Majority Leader. The office number given us by NYVRA was easily found. Too easily. We were told on our arrival that we had the right room number, but the wrong building. His office was in the Capitol building, same room number. So off we went, trekking through endless noisy corridors and an underground passageway between the two buildings, in and out of packed elevators, finally locating the correct office, only to be disappointed again. The senator was otherwise engaged. But a legislative assistant received us. He quickly demonstrated his eagerness to learn more about the issues surrounding the bill and had a copy of the bill at hand to consult. His questions showed he followed the points we made, and his encouraging comments illustrated he was convinced of the importance of the legislation. As we left, we hoped his promise to make a strong case on our behalf to his director meant our visit and our arguments on behalf of the bill would reach the senator's ears. Before our next appointment, we began another long hike, this time to find a place to eat. Back at our starting point, an elementary school teacher representing the state's education department responded to our request for directions by offering to lead us the rest of the way to a fast food outlet. Walking for what seemed like miles, we eventually reached our destination, McDonald's. After lunch, our second appointment was with State Senator Kareem Jeffries of the Bronx. To get to his office, we had to backtrack the entire distance we had just traversed. Another long slog through the crowded, bustling corridors and up packed elevators. This time we arrived at the correct office on our first attempt, and the senator was there. To our surprise, the senator informed us that he had already signed on in support of the bill. However, his questions about which other legislators were supporting the bill led us to review the reasons why licensure is so important. 
The most persuasive points seem to be that licensure will ensure service providers are specifically trained, under rigid standards of high quality, to meet the unique needs of the blind, and that licensure will not, in a time of fiscal crisis for the state, increase medical costs. Licensure, we added, will make it possible for agencies to hire VRTs and O&M professionals, rather than what is becoming their increasing reliance on physical therapists and occupational therapists. Who lack intensive training in providing services to the blind, but whose services can be billed for under Medicaid and Medicare. Once licensed, the services of VRTs and O&M professionals would also qualify for such reimbursement. This will encourage more people to train for these professions. As we concluded our remarks, the senator reiterated his support for the bill. A cell phone call located our driver, who had spent hours driving around Albany, unable to find a parking spot large enough to accommodate our van. Back on the interstate, heading home, the rain had stopped. It was replaced by bitingly cold, gusty winds that buffeted the van, causing it to buck like a bronco. The trip home seemed longer, as is usually the case on return trips. The morning's excitement now having dissipated. The sleepiness caused by our early start began to overtake us as we settled in for the long journey home. Fortunately, our driver remained alert. As we pulled up to the rental agency, the trip complete, a feeling of accomplishment crowned the day. We had done our part, and now it remained to be seen if the legislators would do theirs. ACB scholarship announcement: The American Council of the Blind (ACB). Annually awards approximately 20 scholarships ranging in amounts from $1,000 to $2,500 to vocational, entering freshmen, undergraduate, and graduate college students who are legally blind, maintain a 3.3 GPA, and are involved in their school, local community. Applications may be submitted beginning December 1st. All materials must be received by 11:59 p.m. Eastern on March 1st. To read the scholarship guidelines and complete an online application, please visit www.acb.org/scholarship. For more information, please contact the ACB National Office at 202-467-5081 or 1-800-424-8666. We look forward to receiving your application materials. Clinical research study recruitment. Blind individuals with no light perception needed. A local doctor is conducting research to evaluate a new investigational treatment for insomnia and daytime sleepiness in individuals who are totally blind. Individuals may qualify who are between 18 and 75 years of age, are blind with no light perception, have trouble sleeping at night, or experience daytime sleepiness. Participants will be compensated for their time and effort, and will receive study medication and study-related medical evaluation at no cost. For more information, call one eight 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 three eight nine seven zero three three Monday through Friday between nine a.m. and five p.m. Eastern. Environmental Access Committee needs your input. Save the date, Saturday, March fifth, two thousand eleven. From 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Why? Because the ACB Environmental Access Committee wants to hear from you during our first ever office hours teleconference regarding three vitally important pedestrian access questions, ranging from specific problems that you face as a pedestrian with a visual impairment, solutions to these problems based on your personal experience, and finally 
your thoughts regarding effective community-based advocacy. As a participant in this teleconference, you may address any or all of the questions under discussion. In order to make the best use of our time, each participant will be allocated three minutes to address the committee. The questions are listed below. When you are called upon to speak, you will be asked for your name, an email address, and if you feel comfortable providing it on the call, a telephone number. The committee may wish to contact you in order to discuss in more detail something that you raised during the teleconference. ACB President Mitch Pomerantz will serve as event moderator. The call will be recorded, and scribes will capture your comments as well. To participate in the Environmental Access Committee's office hours teleconference, please call 218-936-4700 and use access code 130132 number sign. The three questions are: one, as a pedestrian with a visual impairment. What do you consider to be the greatest danger or impediment to your traveling safely and independently in your community? For example, some dangers or impediments may be sidewalk obstructions, cars parked on or across sidewalks, the placement of trash cans, the lack of an accessible pathway through or around a construction site, people loitering at a corner, etc. Two, as a pedestrian with a visual impairment. What specific things do you feel should be done that would improve safer travel for pedestrians in your community? Examples may be the installation of accessible pedestrian signals, the installation of detectable warnings on curb ramps and blended corners, raised pathways through parking lots that link the public right of way with a building, the orientation of curb ramps so they are in alignment with the opposite corner, etc. Three, how can local communities address these concerns? And how do you see your role as a citizen in this process? The Environmental Access Committee looks forward to your participation in this process that will enable us to determine the ongoing work of the committee on behalf of all pedestrians with visual impairments. Respectfully, Debbie Grubb, Chair, Florida; Christopher G. Bell, Minnesota; Tammy Cantrell, Mississippi; Larry Johnson, Texas; Eugene Lozano. California, Kathy Lyons, New York, Pat Sheehan, Maryland, Eric Bridges, Staff Liaison, Virginia, Kim Charlson, Officer Liaison, Massachusetts. Strike gold with ACB in Reno. Be a first timer. What could be more prestigious than being selected as one of two promising leaders in the nation? If you are a member in good standing of ACB or one of its affiliates, at least 18 years of age, and have never attended the national conference and convention, then you may be the ideal candidate to enjoy the prestige of recognition as a DKM first timer. Continuing a 15-year tradition, the Durward K. McDaniel First Timer Committee will select two qualifying members, one from east and one from west of the Mississippi River. To attend the national conference and convention in Reno in July 2011 as guests of the committee and ACB, transportation, lodging, registration, special events tickets, and a meal stipend are provided to each DKM recipient. To apply for the first timer award, you must do the following: submit a personal narrative describing how the award will benefit you, your affiliate, and your community. And submit a letter of sponsorship from the president of your state or special interest affiliate. The deadline for receiving both letters at the ACB national office is April first, two thousand eleven. 
The committee will review submissions from qualified applicants and select the winners after the April 1st deadline. Copies of the DKM guidelines have been circulated to the ACB leadership list. If you have questions about the program, contact your state or special interest affiliate president or the committee chair, Alan Casey, at mahatmaac at aol.com. Alan J. Casey Board of Publications Awards Your Excellence in 2011 The ACB Board of Publications proudly recognizes excellence each year with three awards. The Ned E. Freeman Writing Award applies to articles published in either the forum or an affiliate publication and is awarded to an individual piece of work. Mastery of the craft of writing is a major consideration by the BOP. Interesting subject matter, originality in recounting an experience, or novelty of approach are also considered. All articles published in the Braille Forum between April 2010 and March 2011 are automatically eligible for the Freeman Award. Articles published in state or special interest affiliate publications within this time frame are also eligible if submitted by either the president or newsletter editor from that affiliate. If submitting such an article for consideration, please include a cover letter noting the affiliate, publication name, edition, and a brief notation about the article. The Vernon Henley Media Award is presented to an organization or person, either sighted or blind, who has made a positive difference in the media whether in radio, TV, magazines, newspapers, or electronic media, that may change public attitudes to recognize the capabilities of people who are blind, rather than focusing on outdated stereotypes and misconceptions. Programs and or articles written and produced specifically for a visually impaired audience, as well as those intended for the general public, are eligible. Multiple articles or programs submitted by one author or organization will be judged as separate entries. The Hollis K. Liggett Braille Free Press Award is intended to promote best journalistic practices and excellence in writing in publications of ACB's state and special interest affiliates. All periodicals of ACB affiliates, distributed no less than semi-annually, are eligible to be considered. Submissions must include the following. 1. Two issues of the affiliate's publication from the previous calendar year, sent electronically and in hard copy, in the format which the affiliate recognizes as the format which best represents its readership. 2. Answers to the following questions. A. How many members are in your affiliate? B. How often is your publication published per year? C. In what formats is your publication produced? The BOP will take the submitted information into consideration, as well as the following. 1. The number of contributing writers in a single issue. 2. The variety of information written about in each issue. 3. How well the publication portrays the affiliate. 4. The quality of writing throughout the publication. And 5. The overall layout and presentation of the publication. Recipients of these awards for the last five years are ineligible to enter the contests. Members of the ACB National Office Staff, the Board of Directors, or Board of Publications serving during the awarding period are also not eligible. Submissions for all awards must be received by Sharon Lovering at the ACB National Office on or before April 15, 2011. Presentations will be made at the 2011 National Convention. 
For more information about judging criteria, please consult the Board of Publications Policy Manual, found on the ACB website. Send all submissions with cover letter to BOP Awards, Care of Sharon Lovering, 2200 Wilson Boulevard, Suite 650, Arlington, Virginia, 22201, or email slovering at acb.org. Fun for Funds, a golden opportunity for ACB. Let's all celebrate ACB's golden anniversary and take this opportunity to provide much-needed support for ACB. This is one of the most enjoyable fundraisers, and everyone can participate in some way. The ACB auction provides many options for individuals and affiliates to contribute. The ACB auction committee encourages all state and special interest affiliates to consider contributing useful and interesting merchandise. Verbal descriptions of large items or expensive technology will be offered during the auction. Larger items will be shipped directly to the buyer's home address after the auction. This will help relieve the burden of the bidder having to purchase the larger items and also pay for shipping costs. If you are donating such an item, you may wish to include a money order to cover the cost of shipping as part of the total package. Auction committee records indicate that unique handcrafted art and jewelry bring top dollar. Assistive technology is always popular and often can be purchased at bargain prices. Homemade cookies and candies often start a bidding war. Be creative and ask yourself, what would I really like to bring back home from this very special 50th anniversary auction in Reno? Then buy two and donate one to the 2011 auction. Marcia Farrow. Membership focus: How to find blindness-related resources and share them. Compiled by Artis Bazin. Our August teleconference focused on how to find blindness-related resources and share them. One of the keys to building membership is finding ways to retain members. If members hear about blindness resources from your group, they likely will find it a benefit. On this call, we received lots of feedback on good blindness resources and many ways to share them with members and potential members. One caller suggested providing members a booklet listing local resources, print and braille. You could also provide it on a website if your chapter has one. Resources provided statewide could be listed on your state affiliate's website. These resources could include a list of known talking products, applications and criteria for paratransit. Explaining where to get bus information and discounts for people with disabilities, private transportation service if available, home assistance services for shopping or reading, friends indeed, love incorporated, or helping hands, list of stores that deliver in your local community, groceries, pharmacies, or other products, lists of companies or individuals who do home computer repair. Especially those with experience on accessibility features, software, dry cleaners that pick up and deliver, websites with information on blindness-related products and services, free sources for medical information, talking books through the National Library Service, local radio reading services, and your local public library that carries audio CDs and cassettes. Many resources discussed were regional or national in scope. You could provide a list of these as well. Some regional and national resources that could be shared follow. AccessibleDevices.com is a link to downloadable manuals for a variety of technology products. 
BlindCoolTech.com is a site with tech podcasts demonstrating products. AFB.org has links telling about all types of technology, from low to high tech. Tech Talk Tidbits is an email list with helpful tech information. DoorstepDelivery.com, GoGopher.com, PinkDot.com, Vons.com, and Peapod.com are regional companies that deliver grocery and other products in parts of the country. In some larger cities, you may be able to dial 211 for information for senior citizens. Your city may have parks and recreation activities which you could circulate. Some cities have parks with tactile or audio tours. Many museums have audio descriptions of some of their exhibits. You could disseminate a list of museums in your area which have guides or docents available upon request. Sports for All is an organization with programs for people with disabilities such as swimming and bowling. Easter Seals has a list of guides for running, swimming, etc. Check the Easter Seals website for availability in your community. Achilles Track Club provides guides for runners. Various chapters of the U.S. Association of Blind Athletes can provide tandem bikes. Some sailing clubs provide occasional sailing trips for people with visual impairments. There are volunteers like Vita who assist people in completing their tax forms. TaxAct.com is an accessible website that can be used to fill out your income tax forms, federal and most state, for free. There is a minimal cost for filing electronically. Vista Center of the Blind, www.pcbvi.org, provides free medical information in accessible formats. The health library can be contacted by email, thl at vistacenter.org, and on Wednesday mornings, they can be reached at 650-858-0202. Follow the audio prompts. They also carry pamphlets on prevalent eye diseases that include diagrams, a bibliography, etc. Some are available in Spanish. There are so many resources you can share with your members and potential members. At each meeting, you can have someone give a report of new or unpublished resources as well. You could use some of those already listed or explore the following suggestions. Some states have used senior stimulus money for independence. Has your state done so? Does your state have new accessible voting systems that your members have not seen? Ask your county to demonstrate one so your members might be more inclined to take advantage of them. Have you shared either local or national descriptive video website links or local theaters with those available? Does your city or county have disaster preparations presentations that could be shared with your chapter? Some cities' counties have a register of people with disabilities for use in emergencies. Some colleges may be willing to provide counseling service over the phone using graduate students with faculty mentors. Some colleges might be willing to start a project to volunteer to assist in sports activities. You might provide a speaker on any of these topics during your local chapter meeting or at a state convention. Members could share what they know on given topics like finding readers and drivers. You could share possible sources like churches, retired people, etc. You can also use a phone tree service to share up-to-date information on services, activities, and community low vision fairs. End of Side 2 Side 3 The Braille Forum Volume 49, February 2011, Number 8. This side contains You Can Shop Anytime at the ACB Store by Carla Rushevel.
Affiliate News. Here and There. Edited by Sue Lichtenfels. High Tech Swap Shop. Continuing with Membership Focus. How to Find Blindness Related Resources and Share Them. Compiled by Artis Bazin. Your chapter or affiliate can share booklets of resources, free or for production cost, to potential members you meet at resource fairs, technology exhibits, etc. When people with visual impairments visit a booth you've sponsored, visit a local chapter meeting, or see your website, they will be more likely to want to be members if they realize they may benefit. As your members network with others on a daily basis, they will find items of interest to pass on to members at meetings. Try some of their suggestions. The next membership focus call will be held on Monday, April 25, 2011. As always, if your affiliate needs assistance with membership, contact me at abazyn at bazyncommunications.com. You can shop anytime at the ACB store. By Carla Rushevel. The new ACB store website is up and running, and we'd love to have you stop by. With new categories and new products, sale and clearance items, there's always something going on at the ACB store. You'll find polo shirts, windbreakers, button up shirts, and t shirts, all with the ACB logo. Then there's the ACB sling pack, ACB baseball caps, and the ACB necklace and pins. Check out the handmade wooden toys, games, and puzzles. The new fiberglass rigid and folding canes, the porfect mixing bowls, measuring cups, and spoons, and the talking thermostats. You are also invited to shop online with independent living aids and maxi aids. When you enter either of these sites through the ACB store and then purchase items for yourself or others, you are supporting ACB. Both ILA and maxi aids rebate a percentage of all sales generated through the links from the ACB store page to ACB, at no additional cost to you. We are looking for new ideas and new products for the ACB store. Let us know what you would like to see in the store. Your comments and suggestions are always welcome. If you don't have a computer or you just don't like to order online, you can still shop in the ACB store. We accept orders by phone. Call us at 1-877-848-3218. You may pay for purchases with either a credit card, check, or purchase order. Have questions? Give us a call at 1-877-848-3218. Affiliate News CCLVI Scholarship Applications Now Available The Council of Citizens with Low Vision International CCLVI, will award three scholarships in the amount of $3,000 each to one full time student in each category entering freshman, undergraduate, and graduate. College students who are low vision, maintain a strong GPA, and are involved in their school andor local community are encouraged to apply. Applications may be submitted beginning January 1st, and all materials must be received by March 1st. Scholarship monies will be awarded for the 2011 2012 academic year. Friends in Art Scholarship Applications Available High school seniors and college students are invited to apply for the Friends in Art Scholarship for the 2011 2012 school year. This $1,500 scholarship is offered annually for achievement, talent, and excellence in the arts. If you are majoring in, or plan to major in, the fields of music, 
art, drama, or creative writing, and are a blind or visually impaired student living in North America or Hawaii, you may apply for this scholarship. To obtain an application form, write to Harvey Miller, 196 East French Broad Street, Brevard, North Carolina, 28712-3410. Include a self-addressed stamped envelope when requesting the application. You also may request an electronic application by sending an email to hhmiller at citcom.net. The completed application form and all requested information and materials need to be in the hands of the Scholarship Committee by April 30, 2011. ACB Lions Holding Conference Calls The American Council of the Blind Lions will hold its open board meeting via conference call the first Thursday of each month at 8 p.m. Eastern. To participate, dial 712-432-3900 and use access code 796096. All ACB Lions are welcome. ACB HSP Seeks New Members ACB Human Service Professionals, HSP, is one of ACB's special interest affiliates. Through this organization, students and professionals work together to mentor one another, stay informed about employment opportunities around the nation and the world, provide educational programs, and support one another in professional and personal growth. This affiliate also aims to provide education and support to other ACB members by providing educational programs in conjunction with other special interest groups and during general sessions at national ACB conventions. ACB Human Service Professionals achieves these goals through joining ACB committees, an email listserv, monthly telephone conference calls, and programs at national conventions. We would like to invite you to join our affiliate as members and or to learn more about our group by joining our listserv. To join, visit www.acb.org slash mailman slash list info slash acb hyphen hsp and fill in your email address and name where it asks for them. You may also wish to participate in our monthly conference calls. They take place on the first Sunday of each month at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 p.m. Pacific. During certain months, such as over the holidays, these times may change. If you join the listserv, reminder notes are always sent in advance. To participate in the calls, dial 218-844-3388, and use access code, which is 222-477, ACB HSP. For more information about the American Council of the Blind Human Service Professionals, or to offer questions and ideas for discussion, please email Darian Slayton Fleming at d-a-r-e-h-a-r-t-5-6 at hotmail.com. Unique Cookbook Now Available The Pennsylvania Council of the Blind has published The True No-Measure Cookbook. Geared toward busy moms, college students, bachelors, kitchen phobes, and people with disabilities, this collection contains more than 225 recipes for dishes that require no measuring spoons or cups. Using the basics, a can of this, a box of that, half a bag of those, and a handful of that, these recipes are convenient, simple, and tasty. The cookbook is available in Braille, hard copy and electronic, large print, hard copy, Microsoft Word, and Daisy. Braille hard copy is $25. All other formats are $12.50.
To order, make checks payable to PCB and mail to Pennsylvania Council of the Blind, 931 North Front Street, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, 17102. Credit card payment is available through PayPal at www.pcb1.org cookbook. Hard copies will be sent free matter unless payment for shipping is included. If you have questions, contact Sue Lichtenfels at 412-429-1727 or cookbook at pcb1.org. Here and There Edited by Sue Lichtenfels The announcement of products and services in this column does not represent an endorsement by the American Council of the Blind, its officers, or staff. Listings are free of charge for the benefit of our readers. The Braille Forum cannot be held responsible for the reliability of the products and services mentioned. To submit items from this column, send a message to info at acb.org or phone the National Office at 1-800-424-8666 and leave a message in Sharon Lovering's mailbox. Information must be received at least two months ahead of publication date. Seeking Hall of Fame Nominees Nominations are currently being accepted for the next class of inductees into the Hall of Fame for Leaders and Legends of the Blindness Field. Nominations are due by March 31, 2011 at www.aph.org/hall_fame/nominate.html. Address questions to Jim Deramaic, Chair, Hall of Fame Governing Board. J D E R E M E I K at jhmi.edu or Bob Brasher, Curator, Hall of Fame. B-B-R-A-S-H-E-R at aph.org Scholarships Available The American Foundation for the Blind, AFB, administers a scholarship program for deserving students. Each year, individuals who are legally blind can apply for these scholarships to help fund their college education. For more information, contact AFB's Information Center at 1-800-232-5463 Email afbinfo at afb.net or visit our website www.afb.org slash scholarships.asp. The application deadline is April 30, 2011. Legendary NLS Reader Passes Many readers will fondly remember Terry Hayes Sales, a legendary talking book narrator with the National Library Service. Sales recorded more than 900 books over more than 60 years as a reader for the American Printing House for the Blind. Her recordings included three narrations of Little Women and many of the Nancy Drew books. Sales died on November 29, 2010, from Alzheimer's disease. In December 1988, she was inducted into the American Foundation for the Blind's Talking Book Hall of Fame as a charter member. Sales also funded the launch of audio description at the Kentucky Center for the Performing Arts in 1991 in memory of her husband. Lifelong Advocate Honored Congratulations to Patrick Sheehan for receiving the Richard W. Hedinger Accessible Transportation Award for his steadfast advocacy efforts in the Washington, D.C. area. Sheehan was honored by Metro's Department of Access Services and the Accessibility Advisory Committee, AAC, at a ceremony on January 10, 2011. 
Sheehan has served on the AAC for 20 years, 18 as its chair. Sheehan's successful advocacy efforts have included overseeing ADA wheelchair accessibility on all Metro buses, the addition of safety features in the Metro rail system, such as the placement of bumpy domes near the platform edge, the installation of barriers between rail cars, guaranteed elevator access and better station lighting, and established the Metro Access Subcommittee to address service concerns for the area's paratransit system. Sheehan has served as president of the ACB of Maryland and was active in the efforts that resulted in the favorable federal decision mandating audible traffic signals at intersections across the country. Windows to the World Windows to the World is what Lee Hansen calls his one-man operation of restoring used computers and donating them to people who are blind. He removes unnecessary programs and any remaining personal information, then installs JAWS and makes an audio CD containing basic operating instructions. Hansen delivers donated, adapted computers to needy recipients. He has several computers ready to give to people who are blind and in need, and who would otherwise be unable to afford them. He is also in the process of working with a local big-box tech store to use donated computers to start a class where these units would be restored and made ready for delivery. Hansen is seeking funds for shipping them to others. He estimates the cost to ship each computer is about $30. He challenges ACB members and friends to donate just $1 to further this work. To donate computers, arrange for a delivery, or to become a sponsor, contact Lee Hansen at 909 909- 717-1959 or email him windows to the world charity at yahoo.com new player accommodates mac users rfb and d in partnership with gh llc has developed a software solution to provide both mac and windows users with access to its entire collection of digital books registered rfb and d users can download the read here software player from www.rfbd.org slash r-e-a-d-h-e-a-r. The website also includes a product demonstration, technical specifications, and frequently asked questions. The player will be licensed to individual members for free on an annual basis. Pacific Disability Conference The 27th Annual Pacific Rim International Conference on Disabilities will be held April 18-19, 2011, at the Hawaii Convention Center in Honolulu. This year's theme is Humanity, Advancing Inclusion, Equality, and Diversity. The conference will draw over 1,000 attendees with 15 featured topics and 30 keynote speakers. For more information about the conference, call 808-956-7539, or visit www.pacrim.hawaii.edu. New International Leader Named The Perkins School for the Blind recently appointed Dr. W. Aubrey Webson as its new director of Perkins International. He will lead the strategic and operational efforts to expand Perkins' work in over 65 countries. With his previous work on blindness efforts in the Caribbean and Africa, Webson brings extensive international experience to the position. For more information about Perkins' extensive international services, visit www.perkins.org. Accessible Dusseldorf The city of Dusseldorf, Germany, is striving to become a barrier-free location for visitors with disabilities. 
The most recent effort has been the creation of a 3D tactile replica of the Old Town historical section. The bronze model includes the most significant buildings, statues, and other attractions, as well as relevant details such as subway stops, restrooms, and tourist information booths. Labels and inscriptions appear in both braille and raised print. Other accessibility features of Dusseldorf include tours designed specifically for people with physical disabilities, and a new city guide and website titled "Dusseldorf Barrier Free." To access this information in English, visit www.dusseldorf-tourismus.de/en. Accessible cruise packages. Mind's Eye Travel specializes in tours for people who are blind or visually impaired. In addition to making all travel and excursion arrangements, Mind's Eye provides sighted guide assistance for the group. In most cases, one sighted guide assists five or six independent visually impaired travelers. A new personal sighted guide service, which is available for an additional fee, will partner one sighted guide to every one or two travelers. Mind's Eye Travel is offering two trips in 2011 and making plans for 2012. Their Hawaiian cruise aboard the Sapphire Princess sails March 26th through April 9th, 2011, and includes stops in Oahu, Maui, the Big Island, Kauai, and Sanada, and eight days at sea. Plans are also in the works for the Elegant Elbe, a Viking river cruise that travels from Berlin, Germany, to Prague, Czech Republic. On April 21st to 30th, 2012. For additional details about pricing, shore excursions, and more, visit www.mindseyetravel.com. Email sue at mindseyetravel.com, or call 207-542-4438. Lighthouse enhances employment. The Austin Lighthouse for the Blind offers employment opportunities for people who are blind. The organization recently implemented a new technology in its skincare products department. The addition of three OHAUS check weighing scales with audible weight notification, color-coded LED display, and tear features has enabled visually impaired employees to fill pouches and containers with lotion hand soap with minimum supervision. Same company, new name. Ferguson Technologies, formerly Ferguson Enterprises, continues to offer its Scan-a-Can barcode reading software, Olympus recorders, MobileSpeak software, and many other items for sale. The website is now www.ferguson.technologiesinc.net. Or www.scanacan.com. Ferguson Technologies also offers an announce-only email newsletter list. To subscribe, send a blank subject and message to news-subscribe-at-ferguson-technologiesinc.net. For the newest product catalog, call six zero five eight five four. Nine two eight zero, or visit the websites. Jewish community focuses on special needs. In October, the Ruderman Family Foundation hosted a global conference to address how the Jewish community can become more inclusive of people with special needs. 
The conference attracted more than 125 funders and activists who generated ideas for more inclusive programs in the areas of education, camping and youth programs, housing, vocational training, family support and involvement, and engagement with Jewish life. Experts shared strategies for bringing these ideas to fruition through innovative funding approaches, creating spheres of influence in the community at large, and developing collaborative partnerships. NLS Downloads Made Easier Adaptive Voice now offers CDesk for Media, a software program designed to simplify the download process from the NLS BARD website. Users can locate and download their chosen book in three easy steps. 1. Enter the book title or author. 2. Choose from the results list. 3. Press Alt-G to start the download process. The CDesk for Media software will log into BARD, find the desired books or media, and download it to a digital player such as a Victor Reader Stream. This software is available from www.cdeskforboks.com. Talking MP3 Players Accessible Electronics offers a line of talking digital MP3 players. Operations are driven by fully speaking menus. In addition to internal memory up to 8 gigabytes, these players include an FM tuner and audio recorder. Memory cards, speakers, carrying cases, and other accessories are also available. For more information, visit www.talkingmp3players.com or call 727-498-0121. New Social Security Site The Social Security Administration has revamped its website to make it more informative and user-friendly. Visit the new site at www.socialsecurity.gov. Grant to Help Train Teachers Florida State University has recently been awarded a $1.2 million grant from the U.S. Department of Education to address Florida's shortage of teachers who are trained to work with students who are visually impaired. The four-year grant will enable FSU to evaluate, improve, and expand its current visual disabilities program. Recruitment of students, especially from Florida's community colleges, will be a focus of the grant. For more information about the FSU Vision Teacher Program, visit www.careersinblindness.com. High-Tech Swap Shop For Sale Braille Light M40 with Charger sync cables, and floppy disks. Asking $400. Negotiable. Contact Aaron at 502-541-1167 via email blindgeek1989 at gmail.com. For sale. Desktop Alva ABT3 model in working order. Comes with case and AC adapter. Asking $1,500. Contact Sebastian Whitaker at 281-931-8007 or email mr.whittaker at sbcglobal.net. For sale. Maestro with Trekker option, versions 2.0 and 3.0. Comes with the Braille Key Maestro, which can be used for entries instead of the phone-style keypad on the actual PDA. Also includes long-lasting battery, two memory cards, 
Trekker Map CDs, the installation CDs, the speaker, two cradle battery chargers, all the cables, and the Braille Quick Start Guide. Asking $2,000. Contact Anya at 207-907-4443 or email her at birds10 at roadrunner.com. Check or money order accepted. For sale. Packmate Signature Edition with 40-cell display, QWERTY keyboard, all cables, and leather case. Asking $1,000 or best offer. Contact Henry Ryberg via email, hryberg at cox.net, or phone at 480-615-3347. Or write to him in Braille at 155 West Brown Road, Apartment 125, Mesa, Arizona, 85201. For sale. Braille Note M-Power 18-cell with Keysoft 7. Asking $1,000. Contact Steve at 601-415-7987. For sale. Freedom Scientific's JAWS trademark program, voice output for Windows, current edition with shipping and license transfer fee paid by seller. Asking $775. Contact Peter via email, e-i-n-t-e-i-l-i-g at att.net. For sale. Trekker. Asking $1,200. Contact Bob at 609-912-0657 or 609-802-3116. Wanted. Donation of Macintosh computer with Tiger operating system and Braille keyboard overlay. Contact Tanya Smith at 1665 Paris, Newport, Michigan, 48166. ACB Officers President Mitch Pomerantz 1115 Cordova Street, Number 402, Pasadena, California, 91106 First Vice President Kim Charlson, 57 Grandview Avenue, Watertown, Massachusetts, 02472 Second Vice President, Brenda Dillon, 313 Overridge Cove, Hermitage, Tennessee, 37076. Secretary, Marlena Lieberg, 632 South 189th Street, Burien, Washington, 98148. Treasurer, Mike Godino, 104 Tilrose Avenue, Malvern, New York, 11565-2024 Immediate Past President Christopher Gray 94 Ramona Avenue San Francisco, California 94103 ACB Board of Directors Ray Campbell Glen Ellen, Illinois Burl Colley Lacey, Washington Janet Dickelman St. Paul, Minnesota Marsha Farrow, Somerville, Georgia. Michael Garrett, Missouri City, Texas. George Holliday, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Billy Jean Keith, Arlington, Virginia. Alan Peterson, Horace, North Dakota. Jeff Tom, Sacramento, California. David Trott, 
Talladega, Alabama. Ex officio, Janine Stanley, Columbus, Ohio. Board of Publications, Paul Edwards, Chairman, Miami, Florida. Marsha Dresser, Reading, Massachusetts. Judy Jackson, Austin, Texas. Janine Stanley, Columbus, Ohio. Ken Stewart, Warwick, New York. Ex officio, Ron Milliman, Bowling Green, Kentucky. End of side three.